It's time to break out the glasses and those walkers, everybody, because we've made it to episode 50. And now we are officially podcast veterans. We are closing out season one. Can you believe it? Blink and you miss it. They grow up so fast. Literally, blink and you miss it. If you blink and you don't see that we post a new episode, then we're going to be in season two and you guys aren't going to know that you missed the end of season one. And I just can't believe that we've made it through 50 episodes. That seems like a whole lot. And you know why? Because it is. That's a lot of episodes. (laughs) You know why it seems like a lot? Because it damn sure is. And we never gave up. Persistence is just through the roof with us. We can't stop until someone forces us out. No. I just can't, like, I'm actually in shock. Like, 50 is a lot. And when I step back, though, I, like I've said a million times, and I'll say it again, I forget that this podcast is something that we're doing because we care about it, not because it's a school assignment, and we're, like, trying to finish it up. We just love it. We need a passion project. We need a creative outlet. And you know what? We made one. We found one and we made it. And a friend was recently asking when or or I was telling a friend, I guess we're just going to keep doing it until we make it. And he was like, well, how what signifies you guys making it? Is it like a certain number? And then I slept on that for a couple nights and I was like, I couldn't tell you, I guess when I don't even know. I guess it's just a feeling. I think you said when we get recognized on the street. That was huge. That's like making it, making it times 10. And just by one person. I think if we make a difference in a community of 20-somethings across America, that would be really cool. You know, like Facebook pages, like communities, pockets of people who are listeners in different cities that we can meet up with when we're out there. Like, that would be really cool. (laughs) I'd like to build more of a community for average people like us. We are average average schmucks. Yes. Some more average Joes. But I like to build more of a community for more people that I didn't already know, for more random people. Right. The world is so big, but also it's so small. And like, we just want to bring it together. And I think we've been doing that so far. Yeah. So with that, we are on episode 50, the big 5-0. I wish that we could all have a barbecue together and play cornhole and have some beers like other 50-year-olds do for their birthday. When I was 10 years old and my mom turned 50... My dad rented out a pizza truck and they brought it to the backyard and it was like this big old barbecue pizza truck situation. It was actually really, really fun. Well, I won't get my hopes up because we're not doing that this weekend. So (laughs) (laughs) too bad we're in different states, Ash. 50th anniversary too. We could also spin it that way. It doesn't have to be a birthday party. It could be a 50th anniversary. It's our golden anniversary. You're right. What did you get me? 50 big ones. I know. What did did the public get us? For making it as a couple this long. What did the audience get us? Any <laughs> gifts coming our way? Should I check the mail? <laughs> a registry on um, online, walking around with the registry gun. Well, much like us, and very much in fashion, we decided to create a list because we're big list people. And Ashley and I real quickly just rattled off 50 things that we're obsessed with and like in love with, basically, about life. Just, you know, the top 50 that came to mind. Should we, should we run through them? Yeah, we're going to sprint through them. Most of them are one or two words. And if anything, take some of them as a recommendation. Yeah. Running through these 50s like a track star. That's what we're doing. Okay, number one, very fitting. We have men. And right under that is our podcast. But also these aren't in order. Like nobody thinks that like men is number one in our life. That's just like prevalent on the mind. I'm going to go ahead and backtrack on that, actually. So when we were making this list, we mentioned men (laughs) and maybe 15 or 20. And Abby was like, oh, let me move that to number one. 
So <laughs> there was a bit of reordering, but these are in no way from one to 50 the chronologically how much we love things. It's just we rattled them off. Yeah. So number one and two are men and our podcast, the two most uh, premier things. Number three and four are champagne and Pepperdine. These are the top four things that all of our conversations are surrounded yeah. about, though. Like, these are the cornerstones of our relationship. Truly. If someone had to pick four key personality traits, a starter yeah. pack, it's men, the starter podcast, or well, our, our starter pack is men, the podcast, champagne, and Pepperdine. That would be funny for the story. That's our starter pack. Wow, that actually is so <laughs> accurate. You learn something about yourself every day, you guys. Okay, next we have Malibu at Sunset, specifically. Love and, her, miss her. And the Twilight series. Of course, all of them collectively, even though some of them suck. Specifically three and deal. four for me, but I haven't watched them yeah. in so long. Let's try to watch that soon. Um, next we have Lake Gunnersville in Huntsville, Alabama. Shout out Emery to your lake house. Some of our favorite memories of our entire lives are there. So <laughs> actually. Can't wait to go my, back. Third that's annual. My, that is my highlight reel is times on that lake. Number eight is Better Buzz Coffee in San Diego. San Diego. Better Cafe. Buzz Coffee, please sponsor this podcast. If I was about to die and you said like, what is your final drink of choice? Like before you actually go see Jesus, I would say, please, Better Buzz. Like I need it. Specifically the Carlsbad location. Yes. Encinitas. I think it's in Encinitas actually, but thank you and good night. Next. Next, the drink that Ashley and India love to order all the time, vodka soda with three limes, specifically two limes. We don't want it. Get it out of our face. Four is uh, too much also. So. Four is overkill. Read much it. like us. Number number 10 <laughs> is cl- the one and only Clive O, our Pepperdine mentor and professor. We adore him. We adore that I man. Literally would die for him. Clive, if you're listening, we miss you every day. We I would have him officiate my wedding. I would have him officiate my wedding. Should we just get married the same day so we can he can knock it out both? To each other? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I had a dream. Did I ever tell you? I did tell you, but I had a dream a while back. And it's that me and you got married for a bit, though. And we were telling everyone, oh, this is for the, our finances and just like... It's just going to like make things easier on like the financial end and you like taxes and everything and having a business. And then when we find men to marry, then we'll get a legal divorce. <laughs> and last night you had a dream we were in a talent show. So honestly, your dreams are what I want to be our reality. <laughs> okay, your turn. Okay, next after Clive O, we've got themed parties. We live and die by themed parties. I wish we could have them again. We probably will. Um, we're pining for a Jimmy Buffett night in two weeks. So. <laughs> Yeah, but like just a normal like go out to bars, but everyone's dressed like we're in Margaritaville kind of thing. Yes, I will be in a Hawaiian shirt. I don't know about you. Number 12. This is more Abby's dad, but when dad share inspiring quotes out of context. (laughs) Yeah, my dad used to send me like my insurance card or whatever in the mail. And with it, he'd always include like an inspiring quote from the movie Rocky or from Calvin Coolidge about persistence. And it was just so funny the things he would find and then print out off the Internet. And I was like, wow, he thinks of me. So sweet. Next is Ashley's favorite fiction novels. Check out the Instagram for some recommendations. Number 14 is a recent one for both of us, but The Morning Toast. For all you toasters out there. Yeah. We should think of a name for for like what our listeners would be called. Like toasters, but like for us. I know. If anyone creative out there has any ideas, let us know. We'll marinate on that. Can, Can you imitate both of the sisters? Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the morning toast. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Go hump someone you love. 
We have Dear Toasters for you today. Those are the Fast Five stories you have to... And without further ado, these are the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Maybe that's how peppy we should be. Honestly, somebody hire me, like, please. Okay, let's set it up. Uh, <laughs> number 15, Survivor, especially season 16, and especially Parvati. <laughs> Y'all could guess it. Jacob Hall, if you're listening, season 16 is superior to all seasons, and Parvati is the superior survivor to all other who have played the game, who have come before and after her. And we are pining to get Parvati on the podcast. So if there's any other survivor fans out there, you guys will lose your crap if we get Parvati on the podcast. I was telling like, Abby we should be here for Halloween. And I still will. Okay. Your turn. Okay, next we have One Tree Hill. We watched this every night of quarantine, like in the first like real months of the queue when everything was like really uncertain and this really grounded us. Mm-hmm. Nightcap. That nightcaps could have been another one, but like movie nightcaps. <laughs> movie nightcaps. And then leading into the morning we have Saturday morning cartoons. Nothing like getting up and telling everyone which cartoon are we going to watch. But they don't have to be an actual cartoon. It could be Hannah Montana or like a Cheaper by the Dozen. Yeah, the only actually cartoons we watched, we had like Animated Night. And what did we watch? Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, and Brother Bear. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Both good films. Okay, next we have another staple of our college days, Choco Pancakes. Chocolate chip pancakes. Pancakes with fruit in them, just like pancakes in general, listening to Jack Johnson. Like I did Sunday morning. Really love breakfast until you guys. Oh my God. That's really sweet. I, I know. know. I've always loved breakfast, but eating in community, there's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should join a commune. Next up, number 19, more for me than Abby, ice cream on vacation. There is nothing I love more than ice cream after dinner when I'm on vacation, even if I'm just out of town, out of friend's house. I, it's a staple for me. You really do love ice cream. You love desserts of all kinds. I'm too much of a health totally. freak to love it that much. Okay, next we have one of mine, fresh manicures. There is nothing like the feeling, like especially after you get your hair done too, but when you get your nails done, you just feel so on top of the world. You feel like competent and like nothing can stop you, really. Mm -hmm. Number 21, we have Trader Joe's flowers. Always a steal. Put them in your bedroom. It'll make you feel better. So cheap, so good. Makes your mom happy, makes you happy. Next we have superior coffee creamers. I drink way too much coffee every single day and I... I'm a coffee snob. I can't get over it. And like, if I don't have creamer, I refuse to drink it. My parents drink it with milk. Okay. Well, I was about to say, I actually drink mine with oat milk. Well, that's actually like a normal Southern California thing, but they just think straight 2% milk, like straight from a cow. (laughs) I would too, but my stomach's too fragile. Number 23, salty hair from an ocean dip. There, if you haven't (laughs) swam in the ocean for a couple years, because you know, you think you're getting older, like you're just not, it's not the vibe. I went through that phase too. And then a few summers ago, I was like, why don't I like actually get in again? And when you actually get in all the way, it is the most refreshing thing in the whole world. When you decide to get over yourself and stop thinking that you're too cool to get your hair wet Mm -hmm. and you just full send into that ocean, you will feel so alive and you will feel so giddy with like childlike whimsy and joy afterwards. Like everyone, please go try it. When the waves are perfect to play in, but not like overpowering where you feel you're going to drown. It's the game. Yeah, of course not. Like one time Katie watched me almost drown and like the whole beach was like, is she okay? And I was just getting smacked. (laughs) One time I was in Laguna Nass with one of my friends who has spent her whole life like being a professional swimmer. And she was like, let's go further. And I was like, okay. And then after a while, I'm like, I'm getting uncomfortable. Like this is just unsettling. I really, this is too much. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, next we have jacuzzis, specifically like bonus points if there are men in the jacuzzis, but jacuzzis in general, so fun, so youthful and freeing. Number, yeah, so high school, I love it. Number 25, quote unquote, by Abby, shoulder frex. 
when people get freckles on their shoulders, like when the sun's out, people are showing more skin, people are feeling themselves and the little freckles come out to play. I'm here for it. Number 26 is my personal favorite is lemonade. Nothing more satisfying than an ice cold glass of the perfect <laughs> lemonade ratio. Simple girl, simple pleasures. What's your favorite lemonade brand? Um, Trader Joe's has this really superb one right now. Mm. Seasonal? No, I think it's always there. I think I just discovered it like right now. That's why. <laughs> For lemons in season. like I think they always are here. Them. I think they always are here. Everything's always in season in California. It's just the land of fruitful abundance and beauty, isn't it? Okay, next we have fresh sheets. Ashley, she's a top sheet person. Big and also you like tuck it sheets. in like at the hotel, don't you? Yeah. Number 28, being creative, whatever that means to you. I love to paint and draw. What do you love to do, Abby? Mm, make TikToks? Yeah, there you go. Next. <laughs> <laughs> windows down country music there's nothing oh, kind of like yeah. that feeling if you're listening to any other kind of music in the summer with your windows down you're doing it wrong and if you say you don't like country let me introduce you let me put you on some good old country music because all of the stuff that's coming out these days it does not bring you the same serotonin as the early 2000s late 90s country like it's incomparable it's either 2006 or 2008 but one of those was the superior year for mm -hmm. country music and i remember watching on country music television on yep. saturday mornings the music videos for like kenny chesney and tim mcgraw and stuff hundred and fifty million percent for sure number 30 new boot goofing <laughs> new boot goofing can mean what you want it to mean but really it's anytime you get a new heeled boot or a cowboy boot or any kind of boot that you're just like i can't wait to a rain boot. If it's any kind of boot that you can't wait to wear and you're so happy that you bought it, new boot goofing. You're on a high and that's what life's about, man. And if you have the right pair of boots and you're just even wearing like all black or something, the new um, pair of boots just makes it. A statement piece of the outfit. Totally. Sure. Next. Next, karaoke. Very much fitting into our personalities. This is kind of like karaoke hour with us, you know, spoken word poetry, if you will. But we love being on stage, especially me, and just, you know, we should do a, a classic a classic Taylor Swift song next time we do karaoke. Like that's a crowd pleaser. Like you belong with me as such a crowd pleaser. Oh, totally. Not all too well though, because like we're not trying to no, make no, the no, no. town cry. Yeah. Number 32 leading off of that is Taylor Swift herself. We don't even need to say more. We don't. We say enough I on the podcast. I can't believe she did she wasn't number like two, but yeah, Taylor Swift. I feel like at the top four of our cornerstones, we should switch her out for something up there. <laughs> Maybe champagne. Yeah. All right, next we got TikTok. You know what? It started as a joke, but everyone out there, if you don't have TikTok, you're doing it wrong. There is some side of TikTok that you will find that will be helpful, inspiring, funny, entertaining, something. You will get something good out of it. It is the most superior social media mm -hmm. out there. Number 34, I love riding bikes. Makes you feel like a kid again, especially if there's a basket in the front. God, I love that. Yep. Yes, we going. We used to do that all the time, but I actually kind of like walking alongside the bike. So that's why we make a good pair. You can ride the bike yeah. and walk. Your turn. 35 is Jake Gyllenhaal movies. We are talking End of Watch. We are talking Southpaw. We are talking Prisoners. We are talking <laughs> Nightcrawler. Love and Other Drugs. We're talking Nightcrawler. <laughs> what else is there? We're upset. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else is, what else are like the su superior Jake Gyllenhaal movies? He does it all. In End of Watch, and with his bald head, he looks exactly like an LA cop. In Nightcrawler, he looks exactly like a freak. 
in Southpaw. He looks like a badass boxer. Like he transforms. We don't need to go down this road, but what role? Oh my do god, you- Brokeback Mountain. We forgot. Oh, Brokeback. What role do you think he transformed into the character the most? Like he truly embodied that character in every way, shape, and form. Honestly, Nightcrawler, because that seems like the most different from how he is in his normal day-to-day life and he creeps me out in that movie and that's his job to creep people out and he does it well yeah southpaw though so look up his work routine and end of watch like it's not like superb but he is in la oh didn't we look up his workout routine it was absurd it was like a thousand sit-ups a day or something it was like a thousand sit-ups a day eight miles (laughs) <laughs> like five thousand, like raw eggs or egg whites. Like it insane. was insane. I think it was actually like seven hours of working out per day. It's actually so crazy. And he hasn't won an Oscar yet. He'll all and him on. in love and other drugs is my exact dream man. I think like everything about. I haven't him. watched that one in a while. Okay, we can go down this road a long time. But number thirty six, the art of the airport. I love airports. Sit me down in Hudson's bookseller and then go get me a coffee and sit me at that gate and I want to be there for hours beforehand. And it's so exciting like you're going somewhere, which is really exciting, or you're coming home, which is really heartwarming. Hopefully. Next, we have Long Scenic Drives. I think everyone kind of loves this. This is probably in everyone's top 50. Um, but, you know, get outside yourself. Put on some good music, that playlist that we just talked about in our last episode, and drive somewhere. Um, at number 38, I love me a warm summer night, the kind where you don't need your jacket. Barefoot blue jean nights have my heart. I love not having to wear a jacket. That's why I want to move to the South so bad. Oh, next we have sparkling water. I'm currently drinking a Pamplemousse LaCroix. If somebody put a gun to my head and said, what is Pamplemousse and what does it taste like? I could not <laughs> I think they made utter it a single word. I think it must be some kind of plant. That's how I feel about elderflower. Like I intrinsically know what it is, but I'm not. And I know that I like it, but I'm yeah. not sure if I could taste test it. Yeah, and also, like, the word pamplemousse, like, where did they come up with that? And trying to describe your dad to get the pamplemousse LaCroix at the grocery store, like, don't even get me started. Like, it's literally like trying to land something on the moon. It's so hard. All right, next up, we've got BOGO. Whether that is (laughs) on bathing suits, clothing items, drinks, airline tickets. Best friends. Best friends. Um, What are some other good ones? A goldfish, a pet smart? What? Boys at the party, buy one, get one. It's boys at the party. Um, nights that you go out on a weekend. Like if you're getting a second one, you it's gotta I, be it's a good. BOGO, man. Yeah. <laughs> go big or go home. <laughs> Your next one is another cornerstone for us. America merch. We <laughs> love this country, this God's country so much. I love red, white, and blue. I love patriotism. I love the 4th of July. It's my favorite holiday. Screw Christmas. I love the 4th of July. 42. This is uh, very God bless America, but live music. Put us in a bar, sit us down at 9 a.m. with some live music, and we won't get up till the next morning. Literally nothing makes me feel more alive than being in a crowd of strangers all there listening to live music. Like, it makes me feel so good. Okay, next we have disco balls. Um, I just learned that disco balls can start a fire in your house. So like maybe outdoor only disco balls. Which- no, they can still. There's so many mirrors for them to reflect off of the right. And if they reflect the right way, it can start a fire. should give them that on the island in Survivor. Here's a disco ball. Make a fire. No, but honestly, like too. the joie de vivre that disco balls give me, I just, it's so much serotonin. I can't take it. it I know. So I love happy. them too. But it's so sparkly. I love them too. I'm just saying they're dangerous. <laughs> 
the dangers um, that come with them. The added risk. I just don't think people know the risks. <laughs> I don't know the risks. 44. We're, at we're early... here to educate and inform about the risks of disco balls. 44. We're at early 2000s films. So listen to our last playlist for a comprehensive rundown. I'm going to have a firefighter come on to educate us on the risks of disco balls. Oh, that's smart. You think the ones in Malibu are still free? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna get a, stri- a stripper um, firefighter to film an education risk on disco balls. <laughs> I want that for my birthday. About the risks of discos? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're up. 45. Okay, next is getting excited about a newcomer. And this is like a newcomer into your life. It can be a new girlfriend, a new coworker, a new boy, a new crush, anyone new in a your new life. A new barista that you see every week. Yeah, someone that you just don't expect. You don't see them coming and they add positivity. It could also be an animal. <laughs> oh, okay. We're, we're into that too, I guess. If you get a new pet, like, <laughs> sure, it's exciting. 46. Good thing I landed on this one. Water in the garden. This is uh, a... Ashley is much like... Much like this is our 50th episode. Ashley is much like a 50-year-old woman. She loves watering the place. Or a 50s housewife. I love at like 6 o'clock to Mm -hmm. have maybe a seltzer and water the garden. That is heaven on earth to me. My two ideas of heaven are that and Malibu at 6 p.m. Simple (laughs) pleasures. Okay, next we have more of a my me thing. Petting a soft cat. Not one of those gross cats outside that are, like, mangy, but, like, a soft cat that feels like bunny fur. Nothing makes me happier than petting a soft cat. Or a bunny. Cats are so pure. They get a bad rep because dogs are obviously superior. But you know what? Cats have a lot of good qualities, too. Number 48, Hula Pie from Dukes. Especially when we get the buy one, we'll get one free card or the free oh, with your meal a bogo. Card. Yeah. <laughs> Two for one. Two things on the list. A BOGO and a Hula Pie from Dukes. Yeah, I dream about that dessert. That's like a dessert that I am craving. Maybe we like have to get it over graduation weekend. Like I miss it. I'll fit it into that damn schedule somehow. Please do. Okay, next we have celeb sightings. It's just so funny because celebrities are obviously people just like us. They do the same things as us. But there's for some reason, it's just so exciting when you see them in the normal life in the wild and you just like spend the whole day like talking about it. And I don't know. It just brings you a joie de vivre. Mm-hmm. Number 50, we've got each other. Of course, we're sentimental as hell, and, and we couldn't get through this list without including each other on there. We're also narcissists, so take with that what you will. <laughs> You're so vain, Carly Simon. <laughs> You're so vain. We should do that at karaoke, honestly. I don't think we're skilled enough, but I would still do it. Honestly, like, get, a, get enough vodka soda with three limes, and, like, we'll be skilled enough. Trust me. <laughs> Damn it, we'll shape up or ship out. Well, I'll, wait, I'll play out last. And a riff off. But those are 50 things that we love about the world and 50 things we love about our lives or lives that we've lived. And I hope everyone can rattle off a list like this pretty easily because at first I pitched this idea and Ashley was like, 50? 50 things? And I was like, actually, that'll take us like two and a half seconds. And it did. So So moving on to the latter half of the night, the latter half of this evening. We've learned a lot, you guys. We've learned. We've lived. We're just living life. My vibe right now is just living life. I laughed. I cried. I lived, took laughed, a shot at cried. the bar. We had many epiphanies. So we, what, what have you learned in uh, 50 episodes of a podcast, Abby? I learned that I am absolutely obsessed with having conversations with really cool people and hearing people's stories. And I think it's so cool that podcasting has provided a platform for schmucks like us to be able to do something like that 
Because like we've said a million times before, you really just can't call up strangers that you see on the internet who have like cool lives and say, want to talk on the phone? Because it's weird. But you can do it with a podcast because you have a reason and it makes sense. And people have stories that need to be shared, you know? Absolutely. There are so many people in the whole damn world. And it's great to have a nice lower level podcast like us where we don't just have on <laughs> all the different Bachelor contestants. Although if there's a Bachelor contestant that wants to come on, I would gra- gladly have them. But I seem to have people with like different stories and people that write or are photographers or lifting just ha- up the common man. That's what we do. We lift <laughs> them up. Let's we rise up. But it's also been real nice to connect with all these people across America, people that we absolutely would not normally. And now next time I'm in D.C., I'm just going to beg Eddie, Bob, and Maddie to come get a beer with us. Shout out to you boys if you're listening. Cheap thrills all around. I'm noticing them more because of you. And also just like any other guests that we've had on, whether it's like in Dallas or Atlanta or something, to be able to call them and say, hey, want to finally go grab a drink or a coffee? I know. That's just so cool. It makes the world feel so welcoming and inviting in a time that feels very polarizing, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I've also learned through this, I feel like everyone has the same conclusions about being in your 20s. It's just everyone Mm -hmm. has a different story about getting there. So it's relatable in some facet or another. Yeah, it really is like comforting to know that we're all going through the same thing. We hear these stories from people from all over the place, all different walks of life. We all had different paths of getting here, but we're all here now. We're in the boat of our 20s and we're all just figuring it out and you know what it's kind of beautiful it's a beautiful the boat's thing. sinking and we're all, we're all working together to shovel the water out to make sure it doesn't boat's sinking and we're all making jokes <laughs> we go down <laughs> that's a good line boat sinking yeah. and we're all making some jokes but what is something that has surprised you about doing 50 episodes of the podcast i'm surprised how quickly 50 episodes came it feels like we kind of just started the other day and I think that's you know that little saying you know that you've heard if you do what you love you never work a day in your life or time flies when you're having fun all that stuff like it's actually so true I feel like we could have started this podcast yesterday and I would have believed you (laughs) (laughs) well time flies when you throw on two episodes a week that's true that's true I just can't believe like I don't know what I was imagining when we first started this back in what was it like September something like that end of August maybe it's just like I I knew we wouldn't be quitters, right? Because that's not our personality. I feel like you and I, when we put our minds to it, we're very obsessive personalities. And like, of course, we're going to throw ourselves into it. But I just never realized like how many cool guests we could have on. I always just kind of thought our guests would be people that we know in our normal lives. But it's just been really cool to have a platform to get to know people. Sky's the limit, man. Yeah. And it's like, we're, there's nowhere to go but up, really. <laughs> Like we're still at a launch launching point, you know, and I feel like now we're kind of getting our bearings and it's really exciting. It's an exciting space to be in. Yes, it's nice to have our bearings Mm because at the beginning, I feel like we were just playing catch up and kind of making it up as we go. And just like putting out little fires everywhere. (laughs) Yes. And now I feel like it's more systematic. Yeah, we've got it down to a So now the thing that we just all rack our brains over is let's take it to the next level somehow. Yeah, and I can't wait until one day when you and I actually live together and we can make a little room to be our studio. Like, how fun. Something that if any company ever wants to donate this, something that I really want is the we're on air sign. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Please. I'll bedazzle it. Yeah. (laughs) Abby's with a hot glue gun. (laughs) 
It needs to be rhinestones. It needs to be pink too instead of red when it says on air. Oh, that's smart. Good. Okay. Yeah. Back pocket that one. But um, yeah, I didn't, you know, time flies. Things get easy. Practice. Oh, that's something else that I've really learned that everything is easy once. Did your phone die? Yeah. <laughs> that was shocking. It just went yeah, it, it, shocked, it shocked me. Um, something else is that I can take away to every facet of the rest of my life and you should too. Is that the you just have to start doing things and they all automatically become easy? Yeah, you really just have to dive headfirst right in and figure things out as you go. And I think that's how you live your twenties, and that's also how you start a podcast. <laughs> that's how you start most things, I think. Running a yeah. marathon, learning Shout the skill. Shout out to you, Katie. <laughs> Shout out to you, Katie. Half marathon. She just woke up and started running. <laughs> so, what is your dream guest, Abby, for this next season? Ooh, I'm loving these questions. You're really like pulling them out of a hat like a magician, I feel like. Um, I literally am. I'm coming in with them on the spot. On the fly, man. Who's my dream For this season, though. So it can't be The my... diamond of the season? <laughs> it can't be like Lindsay Lohan or something. Like a feasible, hopefully, guest for this right, season. Right, right, right. Can't be Casey Musgraves. Gotcha. Okay. Um, <laughs> it would be a dream guest. Oh, I wish I would have thought of this a little bit more. Okay, honestly, probably Parvati. Okay, that was was mine too, but I figured you were going to say that. So I was trying to think harder of another one. Yeah, I genuinely, like, if we got Parvati on this podcast, I would have an aneurysm maybe. Like, I would be so excited. I'm trying to think of someone else that I would call you up and be starstruck over. Maybe like Tezza. Oh, that would, yeah. Tezza, I would feel starstruck over... I don't think she does low-level people, but Lauren Bostick would blow me away. Oh, my gosh. Lauren Bostick. Lauren Everts Bostick. How about we get Zaza? Like, shoot lower a little bit. <laughs> More low-hanging fruit, quite literally. We could pick her up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Zaza. How we make shirts that say JGWI for Zaza? <laughs> Zaza but, for just going with it. Yeah, Zaza for just going with it. 2021 campaign. Oh, I'm dying to have Tinks on. Oh, Tinks would be really cool. What about AKB? Our old, <laughs> the president of Pepperdine. The old president of Pepperdine, <laughs> the superior one, might I add. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there are a couple guests for you all. And we're trying to come up with some ways to scale this thing up. So if anyone has any ideas, shoot them our way. There is just a whole community of creators on TikTok that we have found, too, that we are just lining up the interviews for. So that's really exciting, too. But also, like... I wouldn't necessarily say like dream guests because they're not people I've been following for years and years. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's so many people that I recently discovered that I would love to have on, but TikTok is a big pooling place for us. You know what? Shoot for the moon, land among the stars. Like let's shoot higher, Ash. You're right. I'll email Lindsay Lohan's publicist right now. We don't need bloggers, babies. We need real live adults. (laughs) (laughs) We need need their moms. (laughs) Their moms who are famous. (laughs) oh man um so what is something if you can remember what is something that you really like that you've heard from one of our guests well i immediately think of adam and mia when i think of yeah their whole episodes adam and mia adam and mia should be the new me and you yeah, if they want our job, they can have it. Just they don't know out. each other, but they, they should start a- <laughs> this podcast from my cold, dead hands. Adam and Mia don't know each other, but they should start a podcast together. Wouldn't that be interesting, that dynamic? 
You guys, the JGWI hype house would be so eclectic and interesting. The group of the groups of people, the Motley crew. I'm trying to think of like the youngest and oldest person we've had on. No offense to Adam, like he's a king, but he might be the oldest. Yeah, early 30s. Early 30s compared with like women in their early 20s with men in their like late 20s. Zaza would be the youngest. (laughs) Zaza would be the youngest. Coming Uh, in at a hot, what is she, two? Yeah, and then there's like commoners like us and our best friends versus people that are like more famous influencers. And we made them all play games together. I think like one big takeaway when I think of Mia's episode was she was just like a year, one year or two years ahead of us in school, maybe like coming out of college and she had moved to a new city and she was successful in her corporate job with making friends and like living a happy, successful life, which is like so scary at the beginning of when you first graduate and you think about how the heck am I going to make friends now? Like what, what is that going to look like? Am I supposed to meet them at bars or at church or at work? Like what do I do? And she just made me feel so safe and like, she was talking about being the big sister on TikTok for people in their 20s. And like, that's exactly what we needed. I think at that time that we had that conversation with her too. And I'm sure other people and our listeners needed it as well. But it was very comforting, like her tips and tricks on how to thrive and take things one day at a time and not be so hard on yourself. And it takes like a full year to kind of really let your job sink in and kind of know what you're actually doing. And until then, you kind of feel like you're scrambling a little bit, but joining clubs, using Bumble BFF, Mia just carries herself so well. With, she's so genuine with so much like grace and class. Go check her out, her TikTok. It's like Mia Thermopolis. Yes, just like the other Mia that we know and love. Grace and love. Adam, every word that came out of Adam's mouth was like a nugget of gold that, that I needed to be writing down. I was practically taking notes when Adam was speaking. And then I was like, stop thinking so hard. You literally are recording this and can listen to it as many times yeah. as you want. It was like we were in a really, really cool kick-ass philosophy class in college and your professor's just so fun and relatable and you just have a chat with him every day. That's what it felt like. Truth be told, I would absolutely, after like a year, ask Adam and Mia back on. Oh, totally. Maybe together so they can have the idea of starting their separate podcast. Maybe every season we just recycle the same guests and ask them what they've learned since last time. (laughs) And then Mia will be disappointed in me because I still have yet to learn how to do the splits, but it's fine. Um, something that I think about all the time is in, Claire, in Caroline McClellan's episode when she was talking about how good things are just going to come back around to you always. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop like thinking so hard and to stop like doing good things as because things will come back around with that mindset. Just do them because they're good things and things right. will come back to you. Yeah, just kind of expect the good for sure. Also, I really liked Claire Bowen's episode about starting a nonprofit. Actually, all of our young entrepreneurs out there have been very inspiring. Makaya, um, the cookie business. Oh, Marin Longfellow. Yes, the cookie business and also the ring business. Tristan. (laughs) We have so many I think of the businesses, you think of the names. No, but honestly, like all of the young entrepreneurs are so inspiring too, because I wouldn't necessarily say, I wouldn't consider myself someone to have entrepreneurial spirit, like what it really takes to really throw something all into it. But we kind of do with this podcast a little bit, you know what I mean? Like it's not necessarily like we're selling something, but it's just cool to hear the stories of people and like hear their passions and what they're doing to make their dreams come true. Like I just love that part of it too. I love also the first time we got really deep and personal with a guest was with Sabrina Pike. Mm -hmm. And we were like, oh, we can have like actual deep conversations with someone. We don't have to like dance around any subjects if right we, we don't have get to be deep. 
the morning toast carbon coffee and just talk about like really fun pop culture topics. We can like get get into it. Yeah. Um, we've obviously had on too many dating episodes. The first one we ever did is still my favorite. I think it's hilarious. Dating, I just, I can't get over it how evergreen that topic is though, because no matter what, it's just so funny and relatable and good to hear other people's perspectives and stories. And it's just, there's so much content to work with in that totally. category. We've had so much fun. I'm looking at it through the list right now. Sarah Bozen living in New York and like oh date, the dating scene. <laughs> Hearing about other people's lives in other cities in the metropolises of America when I'm like up here in this really small farm town, which has its perks as well. You know, like it's very charming, but it's just so different in all of our lives. Like it's complete 180s. Yeah. It's a, talking to these people for an hour. It's almost like watching a movie or reading a book like you're in someone else's life. For mm-hmm. that time period. Deanna, we just had on another New York City, living on a cruise ship for crying out loud. God, her life is so fun. Her life sounds like re- it would read like a movie script. Totally. Speaking of reading like a movie script, Jeremy McComb, <laughs> Nashville, touring around. Owning a bar. Owning a bar, meeting Abby. That's a good story. That never would have happened if we hadn't had him on. Totally. I would have never gone to a Jimmy Allen concert for free and, and by myself without... <laughs> Getting to know Jeremy McCombs. So shout out to you, Jeremy. Eddie, Bob, and Maddie. Just so many details. They slip in a conversation. <laughs> those were our first actual guests who were strangers, weren't they? Yeah. Those were those our first strangers. Deal. We talked to them for like two hours, remember? And then afterwards, we hung up and we were so giddy. We were like, that was so fun. Like, I <gasps> yeah. can't wait to do it again. We thought it was the coolest thing in the whole world. That's why I love having guests on so much. It's so fun. If anyone wants to be a guest, like just reach out to us. Literally, like, yeah. If anyone wants to be a guest, we are love talking. So that's why we do two episodes a week right now. We'll never shut up. Yeah. And then all of our best friends that we've had on, we've had obviously all of them, Emery and Allie and Except for Jeff. We haven't had Jeff, but I wanted to prepare. I'd love to do a finance episode. <laughs> yeah, that actually could be really helpful for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so if you're coming in just to this podcast on our beautiful 50th anniversary, episode number 50, that is just a little rundown of some of our highlights from season one. Go back and give it a listen. If you read the descriptions, they kind of all talk about little nuggets of wisdom that we've taken away from our guests or just that we've been discussing, Ashley and I, solo by ourselves. And it's been a lot. We've covered a lot of topics. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot. Should we call it quits right now? <laughs> you ready to quit, Ash? <laughs> Wouldn't dream of it. I think you would hire Are you a hit- throwing in the towel, like end on a good note. <laughs> you would literally hire a hitman. I would. No, actually, like I would just go undercover and be the hitman. Yeah. I would not stand for that. Save the money. No, you guys, we're actually really excited. We have great plans for season two. We're going to have a new intro. We're going to rebrand a little bit. Um, It's going to be really exciting and we're going to have really fun guests. And now we really know what the heck we're doing, I think. We've got a bunch of content shoots coming up this summer, so we can't be stopped. Cannot be stopped. Can't wait for the Instagram to just blow up with the aesthetic. So go ahead and follow us on Instagram at justgowithit.podcast. Follow us and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, And then everywhere else podcasts are found. If for some reason you don't listen to it on those two platforms, if you left a review on iHeart, if you left a review on Apple Podcasts, that really gets us ecstatic. It's like Christmas morning for us. We're also on TikTok. What the hell else do we have? 
We also have the website, just go with it podcast.com. Oh, yeah. Maybe if you're lucky, we'll start writing more blog posts on there. But there's recaps of all of our episodes. And then we also have a the Spotify profile, which has our weekly playlist that come out. So we are literally saturated in content. We are throwing things at the wall and hoping that something sticks. And you know what, you guys? That's all we can hope for to do in our 20s. So Maybe we should start um, printing out like one page newsletter newspapers next. <laughs> oh my God, actual. And we like hand out the flyers, like totally. Um, thank you guys so much. If you have been listening from day one, we appreciate the support and the love so much. And we love doing this podcast so much. Like I, I enjoy it so much. I need to stop saying so much. Yep. And if this is day one for you, keep listening. Yeah. Please don't stop now. We're just getting started. (laughs) All right, you guys. Thank you so much for everything. And we will see you on Friday. And remember to just go with it.